Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. Uh, travel back with me to 1949, okay? There was a city named Los Angeles, and there was a preacher named Billy Graham, and there was a big tent that a lot of people laughed at. There was even sawdust on the, on the aisles, and uh, there were folding seats, and there were lights that hung rather rather crudely around this tent. And inside that tent stood a big man, really big. His name was Jim. And Jim had one hand in the police department of Los Angeles, and they didn't know it, but he also was working for the Mickey Cohen Enterprises. And they didn't know he was doing this and that at the same time. He had the best of both worlds, unless, of course, you value your life. Jim was a preacher's kid, and so he had heard that gospel message, and he had driven by that tent time after time as he saw it going up, and he he must have thought how many times, oh, what a joke. Another revival. He'd seen his daddy do him many times. He'd heard that message till his lips would move. But somebody loved Jim enough to pray for him. In fact, they called him by name. And he found himself stumbling into that tent one evening and sitting under that light and listening to that young preacher, Billy Graham, talk to him about the same story his daddy had told all of his ministry. And Jim Voss listened, wasn't necessarily moved. And as Billy often does, he had people stand. And and Jim stood and he began to spot the exits, which would be the easiest to get out of. And lo and behold, this giant of a man looked down and there was a little fellow standing near him, grabbed him by the forearm and began to pull on his arm and said, Brother, wouldn't you like to go forward? Wouldn't you like to be saved? And he began to pray. Jim said, When I saw this man do this, I doubled up my fist and thought, I will knock him through the next exit. That's what I'm going to do. But he said, How can you hit a guy that's praying? By the way, that is a good reason to pray after you have just talked to someone. Lo and behold, the Spirit of God got a hold of Jim Voss's heart. And this dear man, praying for this, this individual's soul, stepped back. And Jim stepped out. And he walked right down to the front. And he gave his life to Christ. It's like that. The Lord had laid this man upon that that little fellow's heart. And he had loved him through him. And he humbly did his part to win the soul for Christ. Why are we so reluctant to share the gospel? The reason many of us rarely share is because we don't want to. And the reason we don't want to is because we don't care. We hear so much about the need for evangelism, but it doesn't affect us if we don't have a burden for the lost. There are four reasons we should care about sharing the gospel. First, we're grateful for what God has done for us and we want to give something back to Him. Second, We should not share the gospel out of obligation for the lost, but out of our compassion for them. 
Third, God uses evangelism to grow us and prepare us for eternity. He has chosen to use us because as we participate with Him, we grow spiritually. Finally, God has prepared a special crown in heaven for those who lead others to Him. It's not wrong to be motivated by heavenly reward. If it were, why would God promise it to us as an incentive for service? Ask the Lord to stir your heart and give you a burden for those who are like sheep without a shepherd. You won't be disappointed. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca. Lifetrack, where life and truth meet.